Hi guys, this is Sarah from Weird Horizon Podcast and you are listening to Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey guys, please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out all our merch and all our old episodes. Also, please look for our social media on Twitter, Facebook, on Instagram at Bigfoot Club, the number one. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads. He is on all platforms. If you have any paranormal or Bigfoot stories, please email us at BigfootClub1 at gmail.com. Hey, everybody. Blair Dominguez. This is Bigfoot Club Season 5, Episode 4, and I'm here with Robert. Uncle Robert. Uncle Robert, Rara, and my husband, Stephen Dominguez. Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? That was pretty good. It was, hey, hey. It, it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> Just roll it. Yeah, we're it. we're actually doing a show pretty late on yep. a Friday night. So we usually do it like around between seven and nine. Yeah, somewhere seven, around, seven so, and nine. Somewhere around there. Oh, oh. that's a beer. Chris. I got him to drink alcohol, y'all. Oh. I do have to say, um, I have Them only sucks. drank alcohol. Whatever. <laughs> she's coming. She's coming out right now. This is this uh, is breaking news. Hi, I'm Blair. I'm an alcoholic. No, um, I stopped drinking because of ulcers and stomach issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But it's St. Patrick's Day, and um, she did she did have a drink. I did have a drink today. It was the weirdest thing, but it tasted really good. It was tequila and Bailey's and Bailey's I think cream, cream yeah. de menthe. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, it but called, it was, it was creamy. The, uh, the Irish Kiss. The Irish Kiss is what I drank nice. today. And I took a sip out of it, and I got nothing but Bailey's. And I was like, oh, that tastes kind of sweet. I don't taste alcohol. I tasted, I pushed the straw down further yeah. and I drank it and then bam. It hit you. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. Since I don't drink all the time, even though, you know, Robert wants to say I do, it, yeah, it kind of, it's <laughs> Robert, me, Matt, Matt's on it now. Yeah. We, it's, we, there's a running joke that mm-hmm. we always say that you're an alcoholic and yeah. we all yes. joke that you're not, but yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's, you know. <laughs> Crazy addicted to Dr. Pepper and um, once nicotine, but now off nicotine. So uh, Dr. Pepper and probably bad food is my thing. Well, you're, you're official a Dominguez then, so. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Dominguez is Spanish for bad food. Wait, yeah. Bad food is Spanish. Wait, what? I'm so confused. <laughs> but we reverse that because we want to keep the Dominguez family here. Yeah. Mm. Don't yeah. want to, you know. Right. So, so what's going on? I know this is kind of, we kind of did this preempted thing about getting you on. We did it at like at the last minute. Cause I, I, you know, I wanted to do a show, but wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I just asked Steven, I said, Hey, ask Blair if she wants to come on and queen of random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, we, we, do, we talk about random stuff. Yeah, we do. Speaking of random stuff, let's talk about... Uh, the Last of Us? The Last of Us. Oh! So, yeah. um, I know you guys saw the finale, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Recently, so... Because we... I mean, we basically... We didn't really touch on the whole season. I think when we talked on the first episode, maybe? Yeah, I think it was the first episode. And so, I think, yeah. um, you guys want to talk about that, or...? Sure, yeah. Blair, Blair can get on it, too, because... 
Yeah, you she. you watched, I watched it. it. You yep. watched it. I really so. liked it. I did not think I would like a post-apocalyptic show, mm-hmm. uh, but it was really good. This like before we go any further, if you haven't seen The Last of Us, oh yeah, spoilers. Stop the podcast. Spoil- go watch it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> we always do that, right? We always talk about stuff, but we do it like we say spoiler alert later. Yeah, like uh, after we already said like major plot. Oh yeah, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Super late. That's the way we do stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for sure. So um, I know this was, you know, like I said before, this was a game. I actually watched you play this. Mm-hmm. So I know you didn't get a chance to watch Stephen play this, Blair. But no. she's watching it now. Yeah. Sometimes remastered I'm, and yeah. remake, way better yeah. graphics. Yeah, she was like, "Hey, this scene looks familiar." Yeah, that's that's how great it is. Yeah, they followed it so close to the game. They yeah. did, they did. I mean, there's some there's some aspects to the show that you can't, you, you know, you have to change along like with the game because mm-hmm. that, like in gameplay, uh, there's like I don't know, there's just like you don't really get to see like the background stuff or backstories and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. with with the show, there's so much backstory, and uh, I don't know, I really really enjoyed this uh, this, this past season because it was. You know, it's it because you know, like sometimes we. I'm not saying you guys, but I'm saying like me in the past. It's kind of hard for me to talk about my feelings in the past, mm-hmm. and so this show was kind of like that. I mean, because like Joel Miller, he's you know he's kind of like you know because he lost his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's um, he's not really wanting to open up to anybody, so he's kind of like he's kind of just keeps everything at the vest. So I'll let you guys talk about that too so i mean whatever you want to go with it so so we we get to what i loved how they did this on the show and they really didn't do it well they kind of like implemented on the game but it's it's hard to decipher but on the very beginning you see joel loses daughter right apocalypse apocalypse happens or whatever outbreak sarah uh sarah dies in his arms and you know he Crush your heart. Crush your soul, your heart again. You know, if you're a gamer and you were like, God dang it, they followed it so well, but I'm going to cry. And then after that, it shows, was it 23 years later? He's in um, like a Boston Boston quarantine zone. And you can tell how dead he is inside. He is literally that child that they show that she finally makes it to the quarantine zone, but she's infected. Mm Mm-hmm. And they kill her, obviously. And then he picks up her body and throws her in the fire and with no remorse. Right. Because, like, the first worker was having a hard time doing it. Yeah. Did you see that? And she was, walked away. She walked away. And, she couldn't do it. And then so. he did it. That's that's to show how dead he was inside. Right. And as it progresses through the season, you see that life, like, spark comes out, out of him. Yeah. Love comes out of it. And... uh they they did that so well on the show. I think they did that better than they did it on the game. Yeah, um, because the game you're, you already know what what's going on, and and you're you're playing and all this stuff, you're crafting stuff, and all that. And yeah, they did a really really good job of adapting that from the game to the show, and made it made it aware. Like if you ca- if you catch on, yeah, he was he was dead inside. Yeah, no, like. The only thing he cared about was himself, Tess, and and Tommy. That was right, it. Right. Um, anybody else in that quarantine zone that he had friends with, you can tell he wasn't really friends with anybody. So, I liked how they did that. Right. Uh, I don't know if you saw anything 
that you liked on the show, what, especially on the first episode. Well, I, I do recall you playing the game. It's like it's such a fast paced game. Mm hmm. It's a fast-paced game, and then, like, with the show, they have time, like, to pause, like, after, like, each episode. Mm-hmm. They can pause and then continue the story mm-hmm. and then, like, continue on because, like, with the game, you have to save it, right? Yeah. And then, you know, go on, and you have other stuff to do, and, and it's it's just so different, and which I which I loved about because they, they have time to stop and see, like, a scene or whenever, like, you know, she wakes up and uh, from from episode one. And then Joe and Tess are just are, are just watching her, like they're watching her sleep, yeah, yeah. like to see if like you know she's gonna turn, but she doesn't. <laughs> so I thought it was, you know, I thought it was funny, yeah, because you wouldn't get that probably like in the game, maybe no. I don't know so much. But. No, that that wasn't on the game, especially that part where I already I already passed it right now, so it's fresh in my mind. Uh, yeah, no, they didn't, uh, they didn't do that. What what did you think about it? I thought that they did really good with the love stories and the love connections right. because there can be. Uh, you know, felt like they made it more genuine. I, you know, you just related so well to whether it was um, the girl and the girl, the best friends. Remind me the names. Are you talking about Ellie? Uh, yeah, Ellie, Ellie and, and, and Riley. 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 Yes. Riley. So they did that really well. It wasn't. Um, I mean, I just felt like the love stories were really there. Yes. The connection between the dad and the daughter and then how she finally, he finally looked at her like his daughter and made that relation because he was so closed off and then he finally opened up. Right. And so it felt genuine. It didn't feel fake. Um, The acting, amazing. It was. Mm -hmm. They both deserve Grammys and Oscars and whatever for all of it. This would probably be what? A Grammy, right? Because it's a show. No, uh, uh, Emmy. Grammys, Grammys, Emmy. Grammys are music. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I messed mean, that up. Too. I mean, Pedro can probably sing. So. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, I love a good love story. Love a good love story. Huh. Uh, but huh. it's that, that's what hit me the most. Is you know how what? Genuine that You're was. You're so right because, like, love drives everybody, whether you're going to do something good, just do something bad, uh, whether, because, like, you know, Pedro, I mean, uh, Joel's character was, you know, his daughter. He loved his daughter, mm-hmm. lost her. And so his next thing like, like to love was Tommy, his brother, mm-hmm. and then Tess. And then eventually he, he, you know, he fell in love with, uh, Bella, which is, you know, Ellie, Ellie. and stuff. Yeah. And so even those, you, you know, you hit it right on, you hit it right on the nail about love. Love drives us all to do things, whether they're, it's they're good. moral or immoral. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like this whole show was just full of that. Yep. So, because you get it from the very first episode, whenever they're the outbreak is happening, they're in the car, they're safe. Tommy wants to pull over and save another family, and Joel's Joe like, goes, no, "No, no." He goes, "Someone else will come along." Yeah, he goes, "They got kids, so do we." Mm-hmm. Like his priority is Tommy or um, Sarah, and then Tommy. That's it. I I, I kind of forgot this. Was Joe and Tommy in the military? With their, um, with their characters, Tom, Tommy was Tommy was in the military. I don't think Joel was. Okay, if I remember correctly, then or even that, I, I don't think they really touched base on that in the game. How did he learn how to shoot so well and do all the stuff that he does? So he's, he's, he's from Texas. He's from Texas. He's from Texas. Yeah, it's um, yeah. You're both right. The love aspect of it it was it was great wasn't it great yeah i think anybody it's, scary. it's so relatable it's scary because like, i would do that i would do the same thing i would do that i would handle this situation just like that because yeah i mean 
when the outbreak happens, if there was an outbreak here, I would just worry about the people in this in this apartment. Like, the P, you're right, that, right. That's pretty makes, much. Yeah, makes you think about it. in life who's who's your crew, right? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who's your parentheses? Who is in your inner circle? And who's an acquaintance? I would I would have loved to see the backstory for like Tess. Mm. Because yeah. I know I know in the game you get a little bit of backstory, right? With Tess, actually, no, you don't. Really, you don't. It's it's she's there. It's, she's you kind of get the idea that they're a love interest, mm-hmm. but they never really focus on that. And she was robbed. They were the they were they were all about business. It yep. seemed like it, but they were they were together mm-hmm. because like whenever he was laying down, she got behind him and hugged him. And yeah, so, so mm-hmm. I kind of gave you that like the impression never happened in the game though. Really, that, that part <laughs> never happened in the game. So how do you, how do you assume in the game that they were together? Um, the bad guy that she's after, Robert. Yeah, the uh, one, the one who stole the battery. Yeah, the one that's on the game. He says, "Oh, we got, we got uh, Boston's power couple here." Like there were just little hints like that that they were together. Okay, and okay. you just had to pick up on it. So, yeah. uh, especially whenever after she dies, mm-hmm. uh, Ellie's all like, "Like, hey, I know you, you two were a thing." He goes, "He was like Ellie, you're." Treading on mighty thin ice here. You don't talk. I love that scene yeah. too. I love that scene. It's such a good scene. Yeah, it's uh, that scene where they're at uh, Jackson and Joel. You uh, one okay one before I start there. One thing I loved about this is that they they humanized Joel on on the show on the game. They made him s- such a badass that he didn't show feelings or other that he yeah, just showed it because he he saw parts. Yeah, he saw that one girl that looked like Sarah. Yeah, and then like she was, she walked over to like a little girl, mm-hmm. and then like you can see where he leans against the pole, like his his heart is hurting, or mm-hmm. or is he having anxiety or something? Yeah, but, yes. So they, yeah. so they you're right about that. They show that they humanize him to where he has panic attacks, he has anxiety, he's worried, he's he's already know here at that point on that episode he knows that he's attached to uh, Ellie, but he doesn't want to openly admit it, but he kind of does to Tommy saying, "I can't fail her again. I don't want to." Yeah, lose her. Can you take her? Because I can't. I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. And then, so, but but Tommy tells him that he's got a family coming. He's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's going to be a dad, right? So that. Was, so he kind of hints to Joel there about. I forgot what verbiage he used, but he said, you know, you know, hey, I got to live my life, or yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta prepare for a family, and it kind of hurt Joel. Yeah, a little, you know. Because his daughter was taken away, right. his child was taken right. away, and then here now they get to have that. He gets to have that chance. Right. So it's like a jealousy that. in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is jealousy because Tommy has moved on; he hasn't, mm-hmm. and he and, just keeps losing people. Mm-hmm. So the scene where you know he tells Ellie that you know, hey, you we're I'm I'm did pretty much I'm ditching you. Tommy's going to take you from here on out. And she gets upset. She gets upset because at that moment in time, too, Ellie has looked to him as a father, mm-hmm. a father figure, and she's attached to him, too, as well. Mm-hmm. So they're both like she wants him. He doesn't want her. He doesn't want them. Yeah. So it's like she's like she's like a chatterbox in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. She's she tries to ask him about the puns, ask him about the code mm-hmm. for the song and the music, and she kind of tricks him into, "Hey, what was the what was the song that played?" And he goes, "What was the song? Wake me up before you go go." And he goes, "Oh man, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so it is bad for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
So or behind that, there's yeah. meaning behind that song. So, 80s music is bad, right? Real bad. Was it that way, like in the game? Uh, it was. It wasn't music. It was like codes. Okay. So it was like. Uh, I forgot what codes were that. Damn it! I just I passed that part already. Right. Because I was like, ah, oh, it's different. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but no, it wasn't music. Because that the showrunner, what's his name? Uh, the guy that, that that does the game. What's his name? Neil uh, Neil Dr- Drickman Druckman. Yeah, he's yeah. he's really into music. Mm-hmm. He's really into music. So every me- every song had a meaning behind it, mm-hmm. or uh, something that he was felt strong about, which I kind of liked a lot. So it's and, funny how they use "Take on Me" on this one because. Yeah. Take on me was on part two. Was it really? Yeah, uh, Ellie plays it on the guitar, and she says, "Joel taught me." This is one of the first songs Joel taught me. On Love the that guitar. song. Love yeah. that song. Great song. <laughs> yeah, music. it's good. It's good. At uh, at my job, they'll put they've got speakers, you know, the surround sound, and they'll put '80s music and blast it. And yeah, those are just the tunes everybody knows them. If if Juan was on this podcast, he'd be so pissed right now. He doesn't like eighties music. He just doesn't like music and shows and movies. So. Oh, because <laughs> oh. he would just say, "I just want to watch the fucking show." That's what he say. He goes, "Yeah, you guys, you guys will talk about the soundtrack and the meaning behind the song of the Ooh. scene." And I'm all like, "It's, but that's okay." I want to put the Ted Lasso theme song as my ringtone. <laughs> oh, that that just came out this week too. Yes. I, I, such Another good a one. good oh, show. Been, you know, you know it's good. You know it's good. Whenever I pick that over Mandalorian, yes, it is. I was like, Ted Lasso's coming. It's already. Did you on. watch it already? Robert? Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Uh, I was telling Steven I watched uh, the Mandalorian first, Ted Lasso second, and I watched AEW wrestling after that. So I was proud of myself. I caught everything. I caught up with everything. So yeah, I still haven't watched this week's of Mandalorian. I'm I'm ashamed of myself. But you haven't watched this week's wrestling, babe. No, no. You need to so, catch up. So behind on the stories. Yeah, storylines are so. Uh, I mean, if it's Roman Reigns, I'm down. That's no, he, he hasn't he, he hasn't been on this. He hasn't been on the last couple of weeks. I mean, I think he was on last week. Is he in Romania? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is he Something about the black hair, the black beard. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have. I don't. Have, this is brown. Stephen doesn't have black hair or black beard. Never. Uh, no. Um. No. But. I'm sure we don't want to spoil Ted Lasso and The Last of Us. Yeah, Ted, La- Ted Lasso can be for another. Yeah, it's, it yeah. just it just started, so we can do The Last of Us because it's already yeah. over. So, um, but what else? What else you guys want to talk about on these shows? The Last of Us. One thing I want to point out is that I I had a nerdgasm for there was three moments <laughs> nerdgasms. Nerd-gasm. I right. call them nerdgasms. Right. The fir- first episode, spot on, exactly. The only thing that was different was them adding the. Uh, the beginning part where the those two scientists scientists are talking and it's like in the sixties. Oh, oh or yeah, it was it was that scientist one guy that you really like. What's his name? That actor, uh, uh, that one that one is on Supernatural and he's on Hel- yeah yeah Hell on Wheels. Hell on Wheels. He's on there, but the other guy, the other one that's smoking and he's, talking about the cordyceps. He, that's uh, he was on the Mummy. He was on the Mummy. He was the brother. Yeah. Uh, so that episode, uh, the other episode that I had a nergasm on was the. Um, uh, uh, not Jackson. Where they meet? Oh God, Dave. That episode with Dave, where uh, he's the the preacher, and he's yeah, he's, uh, and Joel, Joel. The I mean, uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but he play, uh, the one actor that played Joel in yeah. in the game. He, he was, plays James on his right hand man, right? Dave's so right hand man. That so. whole episode is about 
Ellie being on by her own, surviving right. on her own, and knowing that throughout the whole season until that point, she has a dark heart. She has a like she has a dark past, and she can be violent. Right. They kept hinting that, and it shows on fully at the very end where uh, Dave David gets a little too cocky, and uh, he underestimates her, and she goes full on. On the game, it was a machete, right. but Ooh. this one's a cleaver. And yeah. she just kept going, screaming, and like I go do it ten times because it was ten times, and it was like ten, eleven times. She just kept going. Yeah, and I was like, okay. The only thing that was different that I liked is that they showed her get out of the building, like trying to process what just happened, and then Joel sneaks up behind her. He doesn't sneaks up, but he grabs, grabs her. her, and she's like freaking out, and he's like, it's it's me, it's me, it's me, and and then baby he gr- says, baby girl, he, he says, baby girl, that right there oh, was yeah. a, very important. Yeah, if he did not say that, I would have been so pissed. But baby girl is so that is so powerful because that's what he called Sarah. So that just signified right there. It's like, yep, that he sees her as a daughter. He loves her. And yeah, that right there. And then the nerdgasm was the, the final episode because it was exactly the way it was exactly how it ended. And him going all out in the hospital. And did they they did set it up for part two or they didn't set it up for part two? <sighs> Yes, yes they, they did set up for part two. Yes, but yeah, everyone's like, "That's a good thing." I, mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you, you, and I talked off show about this. Yes, and it's like, and I like how you're like very hopeful and everything. I just know Neil Druckmann; he's going to be. He's, like, he's, you know, I'm, like, yeah, I'm just gonna, making money, but you know, let's stick to the story. I'm, I'm saying, you know, he wants to stick to the story, and I get it. Mm-hmm. But if they, if they harm Pedro. That's like suicide, man. It's like he's so beloved right now. I know. He's like the number one daddy. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally the number one daddy right now. He yeah. is the Mandalorian and he's Joel Miller. Yeah. And he is yes. He, I, he I, can do no wrong right now. He he can't. He really America can. loves a good man. Yes. A good I love wholesome. It. Latin man. <laughs> Just, That's what you're trying to say. Well, you know, like you think about Rip too. I'm switching shows, but I mean, it's not really that they're just like smoking drop dead gorgeous. It's not. It's not that. It's their genuine personalities. They're loving. Yeah, doing the I right don't think. You know, I liked him when he was on. On uh, you know, he's playing uh, what's his name, um, Oberdin, uh, Martell on. On Game oh, of Thrones. Oh yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I loved him on that. Yeah, he was he was. A, I didn't know who he was, but I loved him. Yeah. In Mandalorian, you don't really see his face, right? Right. Right. Uh, so there's, there's a there's a few scenes few where scenes where he takes off the helmet. So, so definitely, obviously, it's better to see his face, <laughs> but that's part of the story with yeah. Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. he was he was believable on on Game of Thrones of being a badass. Yep. And so whenever whenever the the Mandalorian came out, I was, I didn't know who it was, and you told me who it was. He says, that's Pedro you know, yeah. yeah, Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones." I said, "Oh my god, yeah. that's so fucking awesome!" <laughs> because I loved him in that. I was so heartbroken whenever you know his eyes were gouged out by the mountain and stuff. So oh. it was it was it was wicked. It was the, a, the mountain like punched him in the face, knocked out all his teeth, got on top of him. Put his thumbs in his eyes and squeeze his but head. But o- Oberdin was he was beating him. Yeah, Oberdin and he, was and beating and him, and he could have won, but he was boasting and yeah, he was yeah. But he was saying like on the interview that that day, whenever whenever he died, 
he had all, he had like uh, um, the mountain had some tubing. kind of some tubing of yeah. blood. So when he he was grabbing his face, and all the blood was all the blood out. came out. And he said that day was so hot, laying on the concrete with all that cold blood because it felt so great. Yeah, <laughs> so, he's like I, I pretended. He goes, I pretended to be dead, but really I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, that reminds me of. What movie was it with Leonardo DiCaprio and... That was movie. The, yeah, it was one of those movies where he died. <laughs> the ship went down. No. Um, uh, Titanic. No, not that one. <laughs> she was I was joking. joking. Oh, okay. You knew I was joking. Was I? Yes. <laughs> I was. What? Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, what I'm trying to say is the bear attacked him so oh, bad yeah, that yeah. people were like, don't watch this because it's so gruesome and gory it and was you're gruesome. not going to be able to handle it. And so, that just, when you were talking about that with him, that's what it reminded me of, yeah. of people just being like, whoa, that scene is really That intense. That was really gruesome. That's a great movie, though. It is a great movie. Uh, that's Oh, man, that would be a good movie to watch in 4K. Oh, my goodness. It, digital. Do not buy another DVD or Blu-ray. <laughs> hey, I, I like collecting Blu-ray stuff. I'm, I miss doing that. Anyway, Everything's in the we're cloud. Not gonna, we're not going to talk about you know my my obsession on my no, PS5. It's okay. Um, but yeah, um, the that, Revenant. Yeah, he. Yeah. That's when he won a Oscar finally. 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 Yes. <laughs> God damn. We're like me and Jabron were like. It just took a fucking bear attack. It should have been, should have been attacked by a bear like yeah. seven movies ago. And he had to kill Tom Hardy. He had to kill Tom Hardy. <laughs> that was such a great movie, man. I don't care what anybody says. It was shot beautifully. The acting was just amazing. The bear was amazing. I feel like y'all watched that at the duplex. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yep. Because I think, um, um, I, th- I want to say we rented it. I think we rented it. Probably, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Jabron happened to be over, and we were watching it. We were, that was whenever we watched that, and we watched uh, Patriot's Day. Yes. And Patriot's Day was, like, amazing. Amazing. We watched two great movies that day, and we were just, just chilling. I I can just say, uh, what's his name, uh, J.K. Uh, Simmons. Simmons, yeah. It left an impression on me on that on That, that movie. was such a great movie. I Did love that, that movie. I don't think so. With Mark Wahlberg? It was, and- uh, it was about the Boston bombing. No, I didn't. Oh, I never my God. It's such a fucking great movie. I can't even say the 1992 on that one. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> I watched it back in 1992. I did, too. That was, that was uh, Blair's, like, diss to us when we were talking about old movies. Yeah. It's like, like yeah. Yeah, you remember, like, Three Men and a Baby? Yeah, in 89, but I was born in 91. No. <laughs> like, did you ever see The Godfather? Yeah, back in 1992. <laughs> It's like, hard to remember movies after that. Did you ever watch Big Daddy? Yeah, back in 1992. Ah, it didn't come out in 1992. No, Big but Daddy the, is forever in my head. But that's her saying. Yeah. So, Super Saiyan? Yeah. Mm. So, um, but yeah, Last of Us, Would you? how would you rank it? I think right now it's probably, I you know, since Ted Lasso's on now, it's, mm. it, it's probably like my number one show. Mm-hmm. My number one show. I was, I've been telling everybody to watch it and like... All my coworkers don't want to watch it because why? Because it's gameplay, and I, I think uh, some of their boyfriends are playing it, and they don't want to. They don't want to watch. And I, I don't know, but I just said it's the best show. Well, mm-hmm. that's the way I was about Yellowstone. I was like, I'm not your country person. Yeah. Why she's listening? Why she's listening to country music? I mean, I w- I grew up in this city, right? So I can't claim to be country. It was Oklahoma, so there are those country hints in there. Mm-hmm. And both of my grand sets of grandparents, that's all they listened to was country music. But 
um, old westerns, you know, that those kind of movies and stuff. And I, you know, wasn't just a huge fan, but right. Yellowstone is an amazing show. 1883, 1923. Yeah, those are all great. All of those are amazing. I, I love those. Those are all great. But I think The Last of Us is, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I cried uh, on the episode when um, Joe was trying to leave her with Tommy. Mm-hmm. And she was yelling back at him. I, yeah. I cried then. I mean, yeah. it was it was so it hurt me so much because you know they they don't want to they don't want to talk how they how they feel about each other. But um, but you, their actions, you know, it just let's dig volume. deeper into that. Yeah, you've taken care of children that are not your own. Right, right. And you've had that connection with kids that are broken and on a mental yeah. just mental health side, like that probably brings up a lot of yeah, trauma it, in it, you. It did. It, it it brought home a lot of stuff and it was Yeah. And it, it, it hurt me because I, I you know, I was yelling at the T V. I go, just fucking tell her you love her, man. Just tell her you love her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like they won't they won't do that. They won't say that to each other, but they'll do like little hints on the very last ep- on the very last the finale. Mm-hmm. He was talking because I know it wasn't like this in the game. The game Where he, he killed he tried to kill himself. Yeah he hints I that, thought that was an amazing adding uh, to the story to like, humanize him to again. Humanize him again because, right. uh, like you know, on the game, even on the game, I was like, "Damn, Joe!" Like, I know he lost his daughter, but damn, like he, not, nothing really upset him, right, or, or anything like that. And because it's it's the- hard to show emotion on a video game, right? It their is. face, their face, it, it really is. But you kind of just get the implication of it, by right? What it was, the graphics then, right? Um, you can see it a whole lot better now with the remake yeah, on the PS5. Yeah, really, like, that's, it's that's crazy. so like realistic. Like I was just like, man, this game is like a brand new fucking game. It's like a brand mm-hmm. new fucking game. Like even the clickers look like oh, like geez. the show clickers. Like yeah. it's just when they do the, the show where the part where because uh, I messed up a couple times, if the clickers grab you one time, you can't fight it off. It's it's a done deal. You're dead. Really. So when they show the clickers grabbing Joel. They like take a bite and you can see like a big ass chunk like of neck meat, whatever. And you're just like, God dang, that is so gruesome. <laughs> that is so but gruesome. Take it back to the just say I love you. Right. There's a lot of families out there that don't say that. Mm-hmm. It's implied because your family, because your blood, it's your dad, it's your mom. But there are so many families out there that do yeah. not say I love you to each other. So the way they were doing it, because like in the very beginning, she was asking him questions about, hey, do you know where you're going? Hey, how'd you get that scar? Hey, you know, all this stuff. And he was like, you know, hey, you sure fucking ask a lot of questions. And mm-hmm. then like toward the end, whenever they came off that one episode where she killed Dave, mm-hmm. uh, Joe was trying to talk to her. You know, who's saying, hey, I, I can, you know, if I find a guitar, I can show you how to play. And, uh, you know, he was just trying to, you know, reach with her. That's the way he said, I love you. Yeah, and like she was like she kind of just until she ran into that badass giraffe and, uh, and okay, so that, I thought that was CGI. I was like, that's not a real right, giraffe. A real, everything was, else was then, CGI. The, the giraffe, giraffe was real. <laughs> yeah, that was from the Calgary, I think Calgary Zoo. I think mm-hmm. yeah, they had a name for it, but I, I forgot what it was. But I wanted I want to jump in on that because you reminded me of this. Another thing that you know, nerdism of of it or nerdgasm. Uh, that scene where he's telling her, hey, I found that guitar in that RV. Right. It's all busted up. I can't. On the game, that does happen. He goes into an RV. There's a busted up guitar. He makes a, like, Ellie's not in the RV with him. 
But she's like, did you find anything? Oh, just a busted up guitar. And then while he's searching the RV, there's a a skeleton on the on the ground, and there's three bodies in the bed covered up. And on a note on top of it, it says, I'm sorry that I did this. And I think we're going back to the love thing. Love makes you do scary things. Right. Mm-hmm. He got infected. I think the father got infected, and he couldn't live with himself for his kids to live on without him because they were so young that he killed them. He ki- he killed them and right. then he killed himself. So that right there was super dark. And I was like, Oh my God, they, he talks about that. And you can see the RV too yeah. while he's walking by. And I was like, damn it. That's they referenced that. That is such a, so I, w- I wanted to like, like to lead into this. So toward the end of the finale, um, you know, I, cause like they hint that, that Ellie has, she's special, right? Mm-hmm. She can't get infected. But I never knew, I don't think they, them as characters knew how they were going to take this ability mm-hmm. of hers out of her. Oh, yeah. And so they, they were, they, she's going to have to die. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Joe wakes up from getting hit, and, you know, the, uh, what's her name? Um, Marlene. Marlene has Ellie in getting prepped for surgery. And Joe wakes up and, you know, you know, once he wakes up and she tells him, you know, hey, I don't want to be in debt, with, you know, debt with anybody but you. But, you know, she's telling him that she can't, you know, that he can't see her. She doesn't say it, but she's going to die. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's implied. And so you knew <laughs> right then and there that Joe was going to go Rick Grimes on them. Mm-hmm. And you don't, just don't know when. Mm-hmm. And so I loved how they, they played like some really, really sad soft music mm-hmm. and they were showing him like just gunning down everybody and like he didn't he didn't he, you know he didn't give any fucks with anybody if, mm-hmm. if people gave up he still shot him mm-hmm. and you know he goes in there he he shoots the doctor and you know he doesn't shoot the nurses and he picks up ellie and you know he leaves and then uh marlene stops him so in the very end you know She's gonna die, so Joel ends up saving her instead of saving the you know the mankind. He prefers to save her because he can't. You know he's already lost Sarah. He's already lost Tess. He pretty much lost Tommy because Tommy's you know on living his alone, own, yeah. on his own now. So this is his whole world, mm-hmm. and so um, he doesn't even hesitate Mm-mm. at all. You know, and he just he goes full Terminator mode and just mm-hmm. sh- kills everybody and. And then, like, he's driving back, and she's waking up from the surgery or the attempted surgery. And you immediately know that she th- indicates that he's lying. Because he told her, goes, you know, it turns out, you know, a lot of other kids have it. And, you yeah. know, and they got raided, so we barely got out of there, mm-hmm. you know. And she knows that yeah. he went, you know, Terminator on everybody. So I just wanted to get y'all's view on that one. Yeah, no, that's... uh that's what happened because there was a lot of uh, the way they did the show is that how he was struggling to fight, you know, yeah, he's old and he can't he can't do what he used to do. His left but ear, the, the left ear, because of that's him. He messed that up. Um, he's just not as fast as strong as he was. He he kept implementing that and telling Tommy that I'm not who I used to be. But it all clips it clicks and comes back that episode. He doesn't miss a beat. Like someone starts shooting at him, he dodges, he loads his gun, shoots him right then and there, dead. Yeah. He doesn't miss. He's killing everybody that's in his way and does not stop until he goes to Ellie. Yeah. And even the doctor 
fucking pulls a knife. He's like, I won't let you take her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You deserve to die. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, don't say that. I mean, he brought he brought a knife <laughs> to a gunfight. Gun so <laughs> yeah, so um, but but I, I want to backtrack a little bit, really quick, and I'm sorry that that you know that I'm doing this. But, no, you're good. But he he tells her before they go that, like after the giraffe scene, he says, you know, we don't we don't have to do this. We can, yeah, we, we can just we, and- we just go back to Jackson and Tommy and and she says no. After all, you know, we've like been through. Let's finish this. And he goes, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But they don't know at that time that they were going to try to kill her. Right. So that, that just, that just crushed me. So and it's like, I, how can you take her from an infant right. and be okay with that? Right. Like that. Cause she's, she's strictly military. She thinks about mankind. So I was going to, I was going to pose this question on y'all. I was leading to that. <laughs> so. There's some people that are saying, you know, oh, you know, Joe should have saved mankind. And 99% of those people don't have kids. Okay. Yeah. Right. So you guys have kids. Mm-hmm. What would you do in Joe's thing? Would you? The same exact thing. Exactly. The same everybody. exact thing. So. There's I, nothing you wouldn't do for your kid. And I, mm-hmm. and I love that about that, that scene mm-hmm. and that you guys are, are agreeing with me because I would have done the same thing. Too. See, even, exactly. even before. When I played the game, and this was before the show came out, it was before I even thought of it being a show. I played the game; wasn't even a dad then. I still, I guess, I had dad instincts in me or whatever. Right, but you're I was natural. Like, um, <laughs> um, it was just me growing attached to Ellie, yeah, and her character and what they went through and all that stuff. I was like, no, fuck that. I'm not gonna, no. So mm-hmm. most people don't realize mm-hmm. that. He's like, I was like, oh, he didn't save the world. He did. His world was Ellie. Yeah. Exactly. And that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. Your parentheses, the people that mean the most to you, that can be your world. Mm-hmm. So she may have some, I don't know, I'm guessing here, she may have some resentment because she didn't get to choose whether yeah. she saves humanity exactly or not. Exactly what Marlene yeah, said at the end is exactly how it plays out because eventually that truth comes out and she's not a fan of it. Because she, she lied or he lied. And she treats Joel like shit and yeah. Wow. But that's yeah. like all parents who have to lie to their kids and mm-hmm. then it comes out right. later and, and it's like resentment lying to protect them, but yeah. then they get really mad. And so it's, there's always mm-hmm. that constant thought in your head. Do I be honest with my children right now or do I try to sugarcoat it right, right now? Right. Um, Did you like how I posed that question to you? Yes. Yeah. I had a feeling you were leaning <laughs> there towards was, that. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just situations every day. It's like. Do I let my kids see this and expose them to this, or do I try to it's, it's, it, sugarcoat it? That right and, there is exactly what I want to uh, bring up the whole. Because I asked you in the very beginning, I had I had major anxiety with the school shootings. Yeah, and the yeah. boys were about to start school. Yeah, like I went to my therapist and I was like, I can't, I can't get rid of this fear. I can't get rid of this this constant fear where I think that something's going to happen and what am I going to do? How am I going to? How am I going to get to them in time? Because when something bad like that happened, every second feels like 10 minutes. Yeah. And so that whole thing where, you know, doing anything to save your kids, it's there. Oh, yeah. It's 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 there. Yeah. It's in, in me. It's in Blair. It's I know it's in you. Yeah. Right? Like, I know. Like, I know. I know you, you know, that you're not my kid. But when you're when adopting you, counts, w- whenever you were choking, I 
I, oh yeah, I, I, I uh, jumped. I jumped, and you know, I I didn't even hesitate. I, cho- I choked on grilled cheese. <laughs> when? What age? I was like six or seven. Well, I mean, but cheese does that. It gets all stringy. Yeah. You can do the same thing on a cheese stick too. Yeah, because it, especially mozzarella or you know, it, was just it just re- it'll just string. And it was just really cheesy. I didn't. I didn't hesitate at all. I just. When my mom jumped. comes in May, she's allowed to make as many grilled cheese as she wants because <laughs> she can't eat them um, at Cassandra's house because of celiac yeah, disease. Yeah, right. Oh, she so, loves grilled cheese? Yeah, my mom. I wonder if she'll like my grilled cheese. I bet she will. You make a mean grilled cheese. But yeah. my mom makes a mean grilled cheese, too, so y'all can have a right. grilled, grilled, grilled cheese, cheese competition Sorry. while she's here. Sorry, Cassandra. <laughs> uh. Love you, Cassandra, but... Oh. Yeah, we'll spoil her why she's here in May. Um, one thing I want to say, say before we move on to from The Last of Us is that did you catch up on where Ellie's telling Joel, I guess time heals all wounds. And yeah, he looks at I her did. with the most sincere love look. Yeah. It wasn't time that did it. Is it and that it, way like in the game? Yes. Okay. It's like it wasn't time that did it. It was you. Like, but He, he didn't say you. He didn't say you, but it's, it's, implied. it's there. It's yeah. there. And so that did... Like I said, this is probably the best video game to to screen adaptation ever. Ever. Probably ever will be. And probably. ever will be. And you know what sucks? What sucks is that uh, Corey Bal- is Balrog, he's a, the creator of God of War. He Amazon wants to do a show with God of War taking place from these last two games. And he, he tweeted, he goes... The Last of Us like did the most amazing adaptation, and the pressure is on now. Yeah, because he knows like he has to bring that <clears throat> the same thing how that happened in the games to to screen. And yeah, I wonder how they're going to do that. I was gonna, I was going to ask you, um, the girl that played uh, Ellie in the video game is Ashley. What, what's uh, what's her last name? Miss yeah. Ashley Johnson. She was in the show, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. She was, she played the mom. Yep. Do, mom. do you uh-huh. think? Do, I mean, because I, I I've seen her and other other stuff, but I think she looks a lot like Bella Ramsey. They resemble yes. each other. Yes, their, they, their facial features. When they picked Bella to play, I go, "Oh fuck, that look kind of looks like a young Ellie." There. It does. So I was like, "Yes," and she's a great actress. I know from uh, Game of Thrones how a badass she was. So yeah. yes, I saw that and I was like, "Yes, perfect." And then when they picked Pedro Pascal, I was like, "A Hispanic, yeah, Joel Miller." Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, he looks, you know, he looks like. <laughs> they kept saying Joel Miller Light, you know, because I guess Miller Light is like. <laughs> we drink Miller Light. Yeah. Well, we like, always wow. say Buzz Light Beer. Yeah. Buzz Light Beer, too. Buzz Light Beer, yeah. yeah. I like that. Ricardo's always like, no, Mom, it's Buzz Light Beer. I was like, okay, okay, it's it's Buzz Light Beer. <laughs> yeah, that's what we said, Buzz Light Beer. No. Yeah, my, my older brothers used to always say C3O. Instead of C three PO, and I always try to correct them. It all was time. my mom did that too. Yeah, C three C three O, C three PO. Yeah, that's funny. So, but yeah, Last of Us, I give it a nine point five out of ten. Yeah, I I'd probably give it like eleven. I would give it eleven yeah, out of ten, but 10 Ted, out of 10. Ted Lasso's out right now. And yeah, he's he's another he's another daddy. So even though we won't talk about that one, um, I feel like that was an amazing Ted Lasso. An amazing show to come out during COVID when everybody was scared and paranoid oh and mm-hmm. depressed and alone. And I feel like, you know, but it's just a, it's such a feel good show. Yeah, it's like it's so funny. It's so character driven. It's so morale 
Cause like you know, it makes you feel good. Yeah, it does. Cause it's like of like people didn't know who he was, and he didn't know anything about soccer, and he all he cared about was like the men mm-hmm. and building their character and their trust. Mm-hmm. And once he did that, then they became good players, and then he could coach them. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I I just love that a part that part about him and how he went about his way and like his story is really, really sad. Mm-hmm. And and he's such a positive person. Uh, Blair and I, we, we cried hard on that episode. Yeah. Cause yeah. Was... I mean, it's relatable. And, I mean, every time I'm on the podcast, I segue into mental health. Right. And and I'm totally okay with that. And that, because I just feel it's very important. Um, Steven sees a therapist. I see a therapist. I think everybody should talk to somebody. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I'm going to do it too. I mean, I think, I think I'm pretty good at talking about my feelings. At least I think I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm not, but I, I think eventually I will see a therapist, but, uh, but I think I'm pretty, I try to be open with y'all and how I feel. And there's a lot of stuff that just gets baked into your cake and pushed down and yeah. you block it out and you don't know that you've blocked it out. And then you have to go back and kind of yeah. re- pull it back up to process I, it. The way I see it is. There's stuff that we hold back to people that we love, and Mm. it's not because we don't trust or love, or you know, it's just something that we just we just hold back. It's a it's an instinct. Well, but when you talk to a stranger who you know is a therapist, it's different. All of it comes out. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised, Robert. Like you you don't have nothing to lose. Because you're Stevens Rock. Yeah. So you don't ever want to seem vulnerable because you're his stability. As his father, and mm-hmm. that kind of so you're his rock, and so I don't feel like you fully would unleash because there's also times where people are like, well, I don't want to tell you what I've been through because I don't want to put my burdens on you. Right. Well, I I know when I was in recovery, I know I opened up a lot to Stephen on. Mm-hmm. He saw me. So yeah. he saw me in some spots that I, you know, number one, I'm not proud of, but you know, I'm glad he saw it because I, you know, I'm not. And you got to give yourself some grace, yeah. too, because you're human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he saw me. I think you saw me at the worst spots I could be in. And, and you're I, human. I, and I, you, saw yeah. you, I saw you at, at a low spot, uh, not, not only physically but mentally. Yeah. And I think the mentally part scared me because nobody wants to go through that change mm-hmm. and... I know you have many thoughts because I would have probably thought the same thing. Where do I go from here? Right. And if I can't move and do th- stuff that I normally did as a normal person, right? Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it? And but that's the part that scared, that scared me the most. And yeah. never giving up. Mm-hmm. And faith in God. Um, and Stephen, you're grounded. You said GD like three times. <laughs> I did. Yes, you did. It's right a now? habit. Yeah, on the podcast, you said it. God damn it! Robert needs to take it out. <laughs> no, just kidding. Stop it. Anyways, um, I don't even know what I was saying. I was talking <laughs> about the song "Goddamn" from uh, No Event Stop Sem- saying Sevenfold. it. It's, it's a song from Event Sevenfold. Sheesh. I know. He's, he's your husband, man. He needs no. some Jesus tomorrow or Can, Sunday. It's control him. But um, what were we just talking about? We're, we're talking about uh, ADHD. Uh, oh yes, persevering yeah. and stuff. Because like with anything, I mean, I've I've said this all along that people could, a lot of people would milk that. A yeah. lot of people would take it as a death sentence, milk it, live on disability for the rest, no. yeah. and just give up. 
And then there were thoughts of like, you know, that you needed to file for disability because we didn't know. Right. It's like, oh, crap. You know, but you didn't. You kept your job the whole time. You pushed through. Physical therapy was like more like a workout, a hardcore workout. because You didn't just do a stretch or two. You did more. Right. And so. I mean, that right there, people can take away, like, you, your heart can stop. You you can almost die. But if you keep going and you don't give up and you work through right. it, then it can be okay. Because there was, there was a point in time where I was not happy with my progress when I was at home. Mm-hmm. And I Raymond was trying to, my older brother Raymond was trying to get me to do the podcast. And I said, uh, no, I'm not ready to do it. And he says... Because I want to get you back on your feet. I said, dude, I'm, I want to focus on me. I don't want to focus on... And then Terry Kegel mm-hmm. reached out to me uh, like on Messenger. And he said, hey, man, I've been listening to your show. I uh, really dig it. I want you to come on my show. And I, I, didn't, know this. I didn't know who this dude was. And I, I listened to a couple of his shows. I go, okay, he, he's pretty good. And mm-hmm. I, I reached back out to him. I said, okay, um, all right, I'll... I'll go ahead and do your show. And so I did his show. I pulled all the gear out, which I haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. Raymond had to go to the garage and go looking for it. Pulled all, all the gear out. I did his show. And then last year, we did a show with Terry Kegel. And Stephen, I didn't really tell you this, but I told Terry while we were interviewing him, I said, dude, you, you kind of saved me. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to do a show ever. I didn't think I was going to do it because I wasn't happy with the progress I was making. Mm-hmm. And I was just not a happy person. And so when I did your show, I felt better. I felt great. I felt good about myself. And I wanted to thank you. I told him that. And he was like, oh, man. Like he, I think he wanted to tear up. And he was yeah. like, man, I, I did not know that. He's a good dude. I said, he goes, I didn't know. And I, I, I didn't even tell you about that, Stephen. I don't, yeah. I don't think I did. But Well, no, and that's, that's the, the beauty about this. The podcast is it's like therapy in a way. Yeah. Because whenever I was going through that dark time with, with dark, and I was just having panic attacks every yeah. morning, having nightmares at night, seeing Victor. The sleep apnea was strong at that time. Mm-hmm. And you were all like, hey, you want to be on the show? I'll, we'll bring the stuff over there. And I was all like, yeah. And then when I talked, everything spaced yeah. out. I wasn't thinking about it. That was the first time I wasn't thinking about that. that was thinking about that. Chris couldn't do a show then, right? Yeah. And I think it was it was a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, and I think, Blair, you were at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that episode that we did... Ash's mic was off the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's I didn't, right. Way I didn't to mess it up. I didn't hit the green button on it. Oops. <laughs> so, is my mic on? It is. It's green. <laughs> See, look, it's green. Okay. All right, we can hear I, you. You know, looking at that board is really pretty because of the colors. And I don't know if you've got ADHD, you could be like, oh, pretty colors. Yeah, that's that's some good stuff on here. <laughs> you still got the the sound effects set up? Of course. Of course. <laughs> your, your house is ha- haunted, homie. My babies. Club for life, homie. Aww. Bigfoot is real, man. <laughs> your house is haunted, homie. <laughs> Come on, man. I got a couple more. Too sweet. Yeah, I, I love that one. Aww. Too sweet. <laughs> Aww. Yes, they can always come on here. You can always talk about their stuff. Um, right. Be... Kids are awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's we're cool. we're at fifty two seconds. Woo. So we didn't even talk about Bigfoot stuff. No, hey, Bigfoot is real. 
Okay, there you go. Bigfoot is real, man. Yeah. Bigfoot is real. So man. I need to ask you guys a couple questions. Okay. It go. was your last episode that you were talking about Bigfoot sex, right? Yeah, yes. Oh, oh my god. god. So we are we are going to talk about Bigfoot oh, stuff. Okay. You brought it up. No. We didn't bring it up. No, it I just Blair. I thought that was hilarious. Go go I, go! I yeah. Ask us. <laughs> but um, yeah. What, what were you going to ask about? I mean, I was just, I was clarifying. I was like, I'm pretty sure they were talking about Bigfoot sex. We, did, we didn't even plan on that, did we? No, it just or did it on the fly. The, <laughs> I guess the scientific mating, Bigfoot mating. I don't know how you make that I mean, there's, more professional. I mean, there's like, I mean, they got to have sex because there's, there's countless of stories of Bigfoots like talked about carrying babies, mm-hmm. Bigfoot babies. So... They gotta have sex, right? <laughs> and I don't and, know because does, does, snails don't always have to have. Does the pregnancy like? Is it like us too? Like right. eight, seven, eight months, nine months? Like, oh, what is it? Like an elephant is pregnant really long or something? I'd have to Google it again. There's some facts on that. Yeah, because like one of the stories I was talk, I was I was researching back in you know 1992 and I'm just kidding. <laughs> back back in the early days, it was a lady Deborah Thornton. She was almost. Pulled out of her vehicle uh, by a Bigfoot, and uh, two other Bigfoots came out to stop that. The male Bigfoot, one of them was pregnant. Mm. She, she said one, of, and I said, "I go, they were females." Because yeah, I go, how can you tell? Because they had breasts. Oh wow! And one of them had a big belly. Uh-huh. And so they gotta have sex. That's what I'm. I'm thinking they gotta have sex. So. <laughs> you remember that time where I did that that pun, and you were all like, "I want to make Cajun." I want to make Cajun food because Cajun food is so good. And I go, yeah, that way you can make it occasionally. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is my husband, folks. This is what I, I do. Slash Ellie. I was so proud that I put that exact verbiage on Facebook. You, and yeah. And had so many likes. Yes. Bella, Bella oh, job. Facebook, you remind me. Okay, everybody who listens to this podcast needs to go subscribe to Steven on Twitch. Oh, yes. Jeez. I thought you were going to plug in Bigfoot Club. You know. Bigfoot Joe. Uh, Big, Bigfoot Jones. Bigfoot Jones. <laughs> Bigfoot Jones. I like that. I like that too, yeah. Um, Big Boy Jones. Big Boy Jones 2029. And yes. that's your handle? Is that what they call the, it? Hand, handle, yeah. It's your handle. Yeah. I, I post it. Like whenever you go on, I post it. So. Yeah, I, and that is beautiful and awesome. But I mean, there are so many people that love Steven and can just listen to his puns and listen to his jokes. And I, I guess I'm a little biased. But I, I listen to it every night. So. Uh, <laughs> Robert's like I lived with him for I, so. Long. I was I was telling him I go throw that axie uh, throw that axie thingy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's funny. That's hilarious when I see that. But most of the time I do have it turned the other way because I'm focusing on work. Yeah. Um. But I I you know I want the my viewer to be there. But if you like close your phone screen, it goes away. Mm-hmm. So I have to keep it on the phone screen. But then I just flip it over to focus on work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is funny when I do see it. But yeah, no, it's a perfect uh, God of War Ragnarok is a perfect game because it's got it's serious, it's kind of funny because yeah. of the cradles trying to lighten uh, lighten up and you know that's a stress that, reliever. He's got that deep voice, you know, like you know, yes, yeah. I I kind of want to lead into the Facebook page because. We just went over 12,000 followers and 11,000 likes. That's amazing. Yeah, just the last, probably like the last two months, I've had probably like 30 posts go viral. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done it too where you've asked your followers on your Facebook what they want you to talk about? 
You know, I, I, you know, I know whenever I, well, like whenever I'll just say this, whenever we have a guest, I ask, you know, if you have any questions, you know, go to this thread and, and ask questions. And there've been a few people, not a lot, but I mm-hmm. think since we've gone up this high, we probably would get it. And I probably need to post that about what kind of topics they want us to talk about. So that made me think of a question. What is the most off the wall, random Bigfoot story that you have been, t- I mean, just weird. Like, I think we already really discovered or talked about that. Yeah, we talked about the glowing penis. The glowing penis. <laughs> it really is about penis. <laughs> I'm serious. That was that's a weird. No, no, no. What the one that really got us was it was the it was uh, two episodes ago. Yeah, it was before Chris. It was with Matt, where the the woman. I, yeah. I told you off off uh, about off show. this off show, where a woman was uh, in the woods camping. They had, they had not a tent, right? It was like a. a it was a, it was like an RV. 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 She had she had two smaller children. Yeah, and then she uh, they were taking a nap. She heard some screaming outside. Mm-hmm. Or, or wailing. Or wailing, and she went outside, left her kids. I wouldn't do that. Locked it. She locked the door. Locked the door. Okay. Um, and she went to where she followed the screaming, and it was. she said that she saw a hurt junior Bigfoot, like a smaller Bigfoot, and his leg was like the Con- other way. Contorted or contorted, compound fracture or something. And it was, mm. there was blood everywhere, and it was screaming. And that was the first time we've heard, me and Robert heard so many stories. That was the first time we heard a hurt Bigfoot. Yes, like actual injured 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 Bigfoot. Bigfoot. And we're Mm. all like, are you fucking serious? Like, really? And then she said that's when (laughs) when she was getting close to it. Something growled at her, yelled at her behind her. And then when she turned around, a Bigfoot jumped over over her (laughs) and then picked up the baby Bigfoot and then took off. But she told Matt on the story. Matt wasn't going to say this. Uh-huh. Until I brought it up, but when she jumped over, start Matt asked her a question because was it a male or female? And she said it was a male because she saw it scrotum. Mm, mm-hmm. so, so Matt wasn't going to talk about it until I said it. So. Yep. And then that's what led into the whole Bigfoot sex conversation. May, no, well, kind I mean, of? maybe I don't know. Kind of, yeah. Maybe. That's that's Bigfoot Club. We we kind of do <laughs> Just stuff like that. Random Bigfoot Club, baby. Uh, no, that is like the off the wall, like the most. That was that was that was a strange one. I've I've, I mean I've interviewed hundreds of people, Mm -hmm. and I've talked to different people about about stories. I've read stories. I've read books. First time I ever heard a story about an injured Bigfoot bleeding. Yeah, first time. So because we've heard Bigfoot being killed, you know, hit by a train, by a train, hit by a truck. Uh, Here's one that's off the wall and weird because I don't think I've ever asked this. And I usually do this almost every episode. Do you think Bigfoot has a sense of humor? Do you think Bigfoot laughs? And if it is laugh, is it creepy, terrifying, or yeah. is it like, oh, it sounds like someone laughing? I don't think I've ever heard a story of that. I mean, mm-hmm. um, strangest story I've heard about a Bigfoot. This was actually a Yowie. Mm. Uh, What's the difference? Uh, Yowie is a Bigfoot that's in Australia. Mm-hmm. That's what they, they have different names and different. Uh, yeah, different okay, and then like a Yeti is where it's really cold. It's a, yeah, Asia, like in uh, the the big mountains up in Asia. Okay, so so it's really cold. So skunk ape is Florida. Florida skunk ape mm-hmm. is Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida, yeah. Why is Florida so weird? What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We get a call Marie Dumont and ask her that question. Yeah, she so. would, she would. But I mean, it's I've never been there. I would love to visit. Nothing against but Floridians. Strangest story I've ever heard with a yowie. With a yowie, I was told by this gentleman. He's 
I don't know if he's if he's passed already, but he was an older gentleman. But he told me a story a long time ago, probably like in early two thousands, about uh and this was early, I think, eighteen hundreds. There was this guy riding on horseback, like in the bush, and he came across a Bigfoot around a bend. And he was describing the Bigfoot how it looked. And he said whenever you know, the the him the gentleman and the horse saw the Bigfoot, the horse was startled, jumped up a little bit, he had the calmest horse down. This Bigfoot waved at him to come. That's the strangest thing I ever heard. Mm. It was it was like waving his hand, like "Hey, come here." Mm. And that was the strangest one. That's I had. creepy. Actually. It is creepy. Why? So <laughs> no. <laughs> if you spend time studying way. gorillas and apes and monkeys, right? Does that give you more research to what Bigfoot would be like in his mannerisms? Yeah, because actually, uh, Diane Fossey and Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall gets asked a lot of questions about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I've read some of her stuff, some of her stuff. And so I used a lot of it when I was doing research. So some of her stuff was about, and Steven, I did this when we were in Concho, uh, Oklahoma, hmm. when we, when we were in the woods with Todd Partade, mm-hmm. one of the things that I read about, uh, Jane Goodall is that she says that chimps and, uh, were mostly chimps whenever they were content, they used to go, mm-hmm. they would do that. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in Concho and we were in the woods, I was constantly doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you if you recall that. I do recall that. And I was doing it. And anytime I'm in the woods, that I I go upon a story that a Bigfoot was aggressive. That's what I do in the field. So I use a lot of her stuff. Mm-hmm. And so whenever whenever you read some of her stuff, she talks about silverback gorillas giving off a pungent smell. Whenever it feels threatened or it has another male in the area that it feels threatened or maybe a human or something. Bigfoots do the same thing, too. They give off a pungent smell. That anteaters do it, too, because you don't want to eat something that smells like shit. Right. And you just want to go. Right. Skunk, too. Skunk. Skunk. Mm -hmm. It's called skunk ape. Because they stink. Because they stink and they're ape. (laughs) So, So, yeah, that's actually a really, really good question. Wait, which Thanks. one? <laughs> the question about, you know, if you if take you, take what apes... Oh, not my question about the humor? Okay. Cool. No, Steven. Okay. No, but, I feel like they have to have some kind of fun. Because even, like, monkeys, gorillas, apes, they play. They throw their poop. They, fl- yeah. they play. They interact. They And they do laugh. Yeah, because, like, uh, the story of Albert, uh, Albert Osman, the guy that got... Like in the 30s, he got kidnapped by a Bigfoot. He was in his sleeping bag in British Columbia, and he got taken up uh, like a, up a mountain for like I think a couple of weeks. Oh, that's crazy! And his story that he writes and he swears up and down it was a true story. He went to a newspaper. He said that the that the two young Bigfoots, it was a male and a female, they were playing games, and the games they were playing was they were bouncing on their butts. <laughs> I'm serious. That's that's what he wrote. They're bouncing wow. on their butts. Yeah, they're bouncing up and down like he was. That like the male uh, Bigfoot would grab his feet, pull it off the ground, and bounce. See how far he could bounce. And so that's yeah, that's that was strange, right? What happens when you? I don't mean, have I a did PSP that on a trampoline. <laughs> like when you you like one, two, three, boom, and you land on your butt, yeah. and then it springs you back up, and you stand up. Yeah, <laughs> I never I never got to play on the trampoline. Really, never. Don't worry. When we have a house, I'll make sure that you jump on a trampoline. I don't know if I can do it. 
Well, we but, just take him to one of those uh, the places that we took the boys, where it's like the trampoline park. Yeah, I went. Yeah. I went there, but I, yeah. I I was barely walking. By the, yeah, by the time, that was so. that was understandable. You were uh, that's so uneven too. Like unless you're like stretched and ready to even trying to walk on the side of those trampolines at a trampoline yeah. park. Because remember, Ricardo got like hurt gonna... because he stepped wrong. Yeah, he was jumping wrong. He stepped wrong. Like one, he was following this little girl. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. This really pretty little girl. He was just following her wherever she went. I yeah. thought that was cute. Yeah. They're adorable when yeah. they talk about little girls. Yeah. Yeah, they're all like... Sebastian's going to marry, what, Aria and Elrin or... Elrin. Gemma. And Je- well, you know, he doesn't talk to me about Gemma, but it could be because I'm never around Gemma. Yeah. And so, that kind yeah, of thing. I, I, ask, I ask him about Gemma's mom all the time. Oh, yeah. goodness. <laughs> Gemma's mom has got... No, oh, gosh. But, uh... Well, edit I was, that out. <laughs> I was I was gonna say that um, that uh, I bowled last week and my calf's been killing me all week, like really really bad. It's a workout when you don't do it. And at the forum in Grand Prairie, and I you know I was just thinking to myself, I said, yeah, it's, you know it's bowling, that should be all right. And I like the first ball I threw, uh, I lost my balance, and I got scared, and I like I had to gather myself. Because, like, whenever you bow, you throw it, and you slide with your left foot, and your right foot goes under you. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think it took me, like, an hour. To, to get it back. To get it back. Yeah. But, but by then, you know, my ankle was telling me, hey, you're not supposed to do this. This hurts. <laughs> yeah. And so, my calf was hurting all week long. I've been stretching it. Uh, but it turns out that, that 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 bowling alley, the forum in Grand Prairie, it's haunted. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's haunted because I, whenever I walked in, I had a really, really weird feeling of EMF. Like I got bombarded by EMF. Huh. And I didn't say nothing. Uh, Caitlin, my coworker, grew up in Grand Prairie. And she's been going to that, that forum since she was like a little girl. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we were done, I went up to go, you know, take my shoes up to the front desk. And I asked the, uh, the guy at the desk, I go, Is this place haunted? And he, he takes a big sigh. He goes, yeah, we've had like three people die here. Are Jeez. you serious? I go, he goes, yeah, the owner died here, and so their lady and this other dude, and I go, really? So he's telling me all these stories and stuff. So I think he wants us to go to go investigate it. Ah, looking for the one. You guys that have like have any shout outs? Uh, I want to do a shout out because I forgot to say it when we we're on the subject. Uh, shout out to Carrie because he was the one that pushed me to watch Ted Lasso, and for some odd reason, does he listen he- to the show? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, think, so. I don't think he does. But I mean, uh, still going to do a shout out because Ted Lasso changed my life. Yeah, it is, it, yeah. It, it is a good he show. He kept asking me, like, I think for a month straight, hey, have you watched Ted Lasso yet? I go, no, I haven't. I do that to a lot of people at work. I haven't. I don't have Apple Plus. He I goes, do that at work, too. And he kept saying, he goes, it's about soccer. I go, I go, you don't even like soccer. He goes, I don't, but there's more to it. It's, yeah. it's a feel-good show, and I really think. You would like that. And this was already, season two already happened. So I think there were some things in there about therapy that he knew that I would relate to. Sorry, sorry, What's going on over there? I was trying to like, just like put it back there, but it kept falling. I was trying to interrupt Steven. Sorry, babe. (laughs) I mean, non-babe, because you're single. I'm single. Um, Definitely right now, now. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, shout out to Carrie for for pushing me. And then I was like, when I saw the show, I was like, Robert's really going to like this show. First episode, I knew. I was like, he's going to love this show because there's so many movie references on yeah. here. <laughs> I was like, he's going to love this show. I know he is. Mm. 
because we this is Bigfoot Club, man. That's that's what we do. We, we talk, talk about Last of Us. Talk about Ted Lasso. We talk about. Oh, I joined. Um, you know, ADD random, uh, but book club at my job. That's really actually fun. What's what's the first book? So the first book is Who Moved My Cheese, and it's um it's pretty much it's a very small book, very easy read. Who and moved my cheese? Who moved my cheese? I'm that's pretty actually sure a that's, pretty good reference. You know, who moved the cheese? Here, I can make sure my, I'm saying it right. My coworker Caitlin Gonzalez would probably love that because she loves cheese. She always talks about <laughs> cheese all the time. It's not what you think on the cheese. Part. <laughs> I know, but you know, she she just loves cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, who moved my cheese? Doctor Spencer Johnson. It's very short. You can read it in like an hour. That's like 97 pages. Yeah. Like, uh, but no, it's. An amazing way to deal with change in your work and in your life. I like and it. And it's, um, I mean, I don't want to spoil that for everybody. I want people to get their own takeaway from it without right. me telling them. The main character them. dies. <laughs> but <laughs> he doesn't talk about his feelings. <laughs> it's just, it's relatable. And okay. it's, it's you know, change is going to happen no matter what you do, no matter where you are right. professionally in life. Personal, and career, you, yeah. all that. It, really touches me from what I gathered you, and um, you have to adapt to the change if you stay stuck in your old ways and you're not adapting and finding new ways to find cheese then you're you're never gonna grow so you're basically saying that they have to be like the undertaker right <laughs> he's changes all the time so. is that a wrestling reference it is a wrestling no there are so many times I'm like that's wrestling that's WID that's NXT that's AEW that's that's pretty good, this man. This comes on on this date, and I'm like, it's because I lived with Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's, and you know, there's nothing wrong with people who like wrestling. I, you know, I will say this: it is, it is like it's a soap opera for men or people that like because there's there's storyline drama, there's storylines in it. Some of it's really funny, and Stephen, you you can attest to this. Some of the storylines are pretty funny. Yeah. And some of them are really good. Like you, you're trying like, to make me say something positive. No, no, because like because you liked like the that one Kevin Owens in uh, oh, Elias yeah, story. Elias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you love that one. I'm not watching WWE. I just want to point that out. I'm not watching WWE. I'm sorry, Logan. Uh, Logan's like he has this like implication that I he watch he does he doesn't Logan. watch WWE either. Uh, well, he he makes WWE references, and I just happen to know because of you. Why right? are we sweating so much? Because it's hot. Like, we touch each other, we just create, like, pulls us. Okay, the podcast doesn't need to know all that. No, they do not. Pulls us <laughs> Anyways. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, there's some funny storylines on there, and yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, they actually okay. got something uh, good there. So, shout outs. Do you have shout outs? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said my shout outs. Yeah, okay. okay. What okay. was the thing that y'all kept saying a couple shout weeks outs. ago? Shout outs. <laughs> Um, we, were, we were talking about Australians wouldn't let us end the show. We say that. I'm kidding. No. I was like, what? No, it was something like, uh, it bugged Matt. It bugged Matt. Oh, we were, we were saying, sounds like Bigfoot to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, sounds like Bigfoot um, to me. Oh, first gosh. shout outs, I would say watch Steven on Twitch. He's getting back on it. Please right. go watch Steven. Stay on there. Even if you put your phone down because everybody's busy, leave it running. Get Steven followers. So, subscribe, he is affiliated. Subscribe to him. Um, mm. 
And yeah. then, of course, my, I don't know, hashtag what I stand for, mental health, go get therapy. Everybody needs yes, therapy. Yes, everybody needs it. Nobody is above it, especially men who are strong and, you know, hoorah, you know, go get some therapy. Don't be afraid to take an antidepressant or anxiety medication. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. It it actually shows strength and just, you know, take care of your mental health and take care of yourself and... It's it's easy to ignore it. It's yes. it's harder to face it to face it and go with it. So and that's with everything. I mean, if it's not hard, you're just complacent. Right. You got to keep pushing yourself. And mm-hmm. I'd say that's some like Ted Lasso logic right there. But um, and then I just I love everybody. I want everybody to be happy, healthy. Okay. So that's, do you have any shots? Yeah, Cassandra, Tony, um. Caitlin, Candace, Courtney, um, my mom. Mm-hmm. How my, is grandma? She's good. She's really good. She's she's taking a shower now and she's happy. So she's taking a shower every day now. Mm-hmm. So there was a period. Uh, yeah, like I. <laughs> well, because she was health there was, stuff. There was there was a period where she didn't have enough strength. I know, yeah. to get to the shower. People who don't know who are not watching, who don't know what's going on, right like, with her. Oh, she showers now. What, what, what's <laughs> What do you mean? I I get your point. Oh, I do have a shout out. I have a shout out for Robert because Robert takes care of everybody in his family. Hands down. There's so many times that Robert has been over here and literally put out a fire on the stove in less than 10 seconds. And I mean, Robert takes care of everybody. Caught a roach with my bare hand before Ricardo could see it. He was at the hospital every single day with his mom. He still goes over there almost every single day. He, you know, he takes care of a lot of people. And he built the shelf in uh, my master bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) It's just you. You deserve that recognition. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sometimes you do need to take more time for yourself. Yeah, that's why. That's why I went bowling. That's why Good. I bowling, so. Yeah, and that's like one time in like six years. Yeah. But as self care, you've you got to take care of yourself too. Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. But more importantly, I think they <laughs> should believe in themselves. Right? Oh, I have yeah. My shout out to Cassandra, Tony, my mom, my brothers and sisters. Love them. Um, Caitlin, Candace, Courtney, um, Big Dog, Felipe Mendoza, mm-hmm. um, Two Left Crew. Two live crew, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, Matthew, Reginald, Bartholomew, Nappers with mm-hmm. Bigfoot Crossroads. Sounds like Bigfoot to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to oh, love that. Oh, dude. Lord. Blair's saying it, too. Hey, <laughs> if you get on to me being an alcoholic, then <laughs> I can get on it. You <laughs> can't make Blair say that, too. <laughs> That's, That's my impression of Matt. Yeah. That's going to be, like, so mad. Oh, so you didn't know. Did an impression of me, eh? <laughs> Why does he sound like like Hannibal Lecter? Or no, I was trying to do like a 1930s oh, gangster. Okay. Yeah, but yeah let's eh? see how many oh, downloads. Sure. If you get a lot of downloads from me, I'll keep a thinking of random stuff to come on here hey, and say. that's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So, would you, you know, did you listen to the last show, right? You listened to the last show? Or parts of it, or no? Because no. Chris was on it. She, she, we we haven't I, had I Chris on. Chris, Chris is awesome, um, but no, I have not listened okay. to the last okay. show. Okay, because Chris hasn't been on the show in a while. Mm-hmm. Stephen and Chris have never done a show together because what? Yeah, because like because back in the day it was me, Ash, and it was Chris. Oh. It, was, it was supposed to be Stephen. Mm-hmm. Stephen was my number one draft pick for the show. Okay, I'll just right. say that. I'll right, say right, that. Right. 
I'm, I'm open with that. Is it he was, and then you guys had the babies. Yep. So he couldn't do the show. So I asked Stephen Tucker. And that lasted one episode. <laughs> lasted yeah, one episode. And then I had to ask him to leave. And then I asked Chris. And then, like, the last person that I asked was Ash because she was, she was living with me at the time. And I said, okay, do you mind? being a backup if Steven can't make it and then Steven couldn't make it all the time. So so then she stepped in and then it was me, Steven, I went I was me, Ash and Chris. Mm-hmm. And when Chris couldn't make it, I'd ask Steven, I said, Hey, can you come on and do the show? So it was never together. Right. They were never together mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, so. I didn't even notice that until you pointed it out. I go, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. Because like you hear the show so much, you don't even know whether you did a show with somebody, right? Exactly, yeah. So that's, um, that's, uh, I got so yeah, Chris was on as a guest. Mm-hmm. So what? What's so funny? <laughs> Robert's a mean girl, guys. What? He has to have like approved. He's losing people. He's losing it over there. Oh my god, Steven, what's going on? Hey, hey, talk it up. You have to be inducted. You have to pass a drug test. You got to jump on one leg. Oh, he's gonna. He's, he's gonna pass out. <laughs> Jeez. Just the way you said it. What? Uh, as a guess. <laughs> oh, okay. We I know. No disrespect. Yeah. We can edit that out. Jeez. No. I love Chris. Chris, oh, Chris is a good dude, but he's busy. Yeah. He's a busy guy. Juan was a part of this show. Juan, yeah. Juan did great, but Juan is busy. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I was going to say about the whole why, you know, Stephen couldn't do it is because I didn't have to tell Stephen to be a dad. Right. I didn't have to tell him no. to do anything. Steven just did it naturally. I didn't I didn't pressure him about it mm-hmm. either. And he and just was like, you know, I got it. I asked help. him, you know, I asked him, "Hey, can you do the show?" And he goes, "No, I can't." Okay. Cool. But I knew, I knew once he got on the show, I knew we were going to take off. So, I mean, yeah. And I mean the same thing with like gaming. Like he obviously Steven's a huge gamer. When we had the kids, I didn't tell him to stop gaming. He just put the kids as his first priority, as any father and, should. And he still does. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why we've got Sebastian on camera, making sure that he's okay over here. So, um, but everything, you know, everything's great. I think this is going to be a great season. I still want to get Brett Carson's on, uh, the Haunted Medium. Mm-hmm. I still want to get Luke Gross on. Uh, I still want to get uh, the Goo Girls Paranormal from San Antonio. I want to get them on. We um, need to get Dumb Blonde, Bunny XO, Jelly Roll's wife. I'm no, just saying. No. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> you're, you're like speaking Japanese to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sama, sama, sama. Sounds but like Spanish to me. I'll teach you who it is. There are some pretty awesome people. So um, I still got to, I want to get them on. I'm going to get this guy on. I, I haven't talked to you about this, Stephen, but his name is Adam Larson. Mm-hmm. He runs a um, a Bigfoot group. It's called the Big. I'm probably going to get this wrong, Adam, and I, and, and I apologize. But it's probably called uh, the the Bigfoot Movie Appreciation Circle. Oh, okay. So okay. he does. He does like he has the almost the biggest collection of Bigfoot movies. Oh wow! And he's always like reviewing them all the time. So I want to talk to this guy. Perfect guy for me to talk to about that one fucking movie that I can't think of the name of. Yeah, the we one talk, we talk about it all the time where the Bigfoot, it, the 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 plane crashes. Oh yeah, yeah. it's the one with the, uh, with I, I Bishop. Say, it, the one with Bishop yes, in it, right? I think it's him or Peter Fonda. I can't remember who it is. They're both like the king of B movies. Yeah, 
Find it, don't you make you wanna? Uh, but yeah, no, he probably knows what movie. He, he probably does. He's like, oh yeah, I own a special edition. So he, yeah, we're probably gonna get him on. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be a great. good season. It's gonna be a great season. Yeah. So and Bunny XO. No. Dumb blonde. No. Yes. Uh, no, I'm good. It doesn't matter that she's a porn star, okay? Does it? <laughs> I'm kidding. Does it? My mom listens to this show, man. <laughs> so you're, you're in not. trouble now. So you were talking about Bigfoot sex the last episode. No, oh yeah. And then Blair brought it up again. Yeah. And she talks all this horrible stuff, but then she can't say GD. I thought she was an innocent girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a lot of people think. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, just. Shout outs. Know my audience. <laughs> no. Shout outs. Got you, bitch. one thing I can do. I got him back. Got you, bitch. Got you, bitch. If there's one thing I can do, I can keep it going and yeah. talk. And that's why I say Texas goodbyes, because I am the worst we're, we're at, at trying to say goodbye. We're at a minute 30. Oh, my so. goodness. So that's probably like a minute and... 15. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, so do you do a Texas goodbye, Robert? I don't even know what that is. So like you get your keys and you plan on leaving whatever social event. Your belongings, everything. You just, but, you just ring the keys. You're yeah, and you're like, all right, I'm about to go. So you're like trying to leave, but you're not. You yeah. say bye to everybody. You're stuck there for like 30 more minutes and you're hugging and talking. And no, I, t- I try to go. I try to go. I don't, you I, just get the fuck out. I don't, I mean, I like people, but I don't like people. If that, <laughs> that makes sense. So, yeah. But yeah, being social and being someone who wants to, you know, make rounds. I think once I get my own place, and hopefully soon, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be, see you later. All right, I'm gone. Well, I so, know for sure that whenever I know for sure what you're going to do the first night at 6 p.m. Sleep. Everything's everything's packed. I got my own room. I'm going to go to bed right now. Robert, it's 5:30. I don't care. I'm going to I'm going to bed. There's a story behind that, y'all. So there is a story, but yeah, we don't have time for yeah, that. We, shout, outs. shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. I'm getting outs. shut down. I'm going to come shout up with like a list of random stuff to ask or talk about or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think we're good. So, mm-hmm. I think I can do something with this show. Yeah, I know you can. I mean, you've been doing something with this show. Oh, yeah, I forget. How is your insurance stuff going? Uh, we're not talking we, about that right now. Yeah, we can ask about that <laughs> whenever we're at, uh, <laughs> we done can, with this episode. We, we can talk about it off shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, shout outs. <laughs> Sorry, I was fake laughing there. <laughs> was it fake? No, no, it was, it was real. There's a TikTok guy or someone who does that, and it's like so fake that it's annoying. Really? Yeah. Wow. He tries way too hard to get the. <laughs> I mean, gosh, what? It, no. What was yeah. that? <laughs> I don't know. My voice is broken. Oh, okay. Uh, but I do have to work tomorrow all day. Okay. Yay. All right. All well, right. <laughs> everybody say good night. Mm-hmm. Good, good night. night. Good night, and good, good luck. luck.